Mr. Donald Trump, presumptive Republican nominee. Welcome to the Herman Cain Show. Well, Herman, thank you. And thank you for being so nice. You're, you're my friend, first of all, so I expect you to be nice, right? But <laughs> you are my friend, and I'll tell you what, you have been so amazing. I've been watching you, and I appreciate it, Herman. Well, you are very welcome. And uh, people would often ask me, uh, why do you talk about Donald Trump so much on your radio show? That's because you attack more than anybody else. And one of the things, Donald, that we uh, do on this show is try to set the record straight for whoever it is. So I want to thank you for taking the time and the opportunity to come on and be with us. And I got to tell you, the listeners have been looking forward to it. So That's great. And well, you have great listeners. Well, thank, oh, they are, they are great folks. But again, congratulations on being the presumptive Republican nominee. I know it wasn't easy because it started out with 17. And you still have a few holdouts out there, uh, part of that anti-Trump crowd. What would yeah. your message be to them? We do have holdouts, very few. By the way, very few. They don't talk about the fact that I have this, you know, incredible rating within the party or that right. we received, as you know, uh, received more votes than anybody in the history of the party. Right. It's been uh, it's been an amazing period of time. But there are a couple of holdouts, and that's okay. I just let them hold out. Who cares? Yeah, well, you're right. I, I, I would agree with you. Now, the big news has been about your VP selection, and uh, I think I heard you say you might be down to two. I know you're not going to tell us. I understand that. But here's the question. Is it agonizing or is are there clear differences between the last two that are in your head? Well, it's tough because we have a lot of different people. We have different types and different personalities and, uh, you know, a lot of differences. But they're all good. They're all excellent people. And, you know, Chris Christie's been a great friend of mine. And Newt has been a great friend, friend of mine. And Governor Pence has done such an incredible job in Indiana. You know, you look at what's happened out there. It's really like a miracle state with other states not doing so well. And, right. Uh, he's been a terrific guy. And, and, you know, I mean, we have so many. Uh, Jeff Sessions, Senator Sessions, has been an incredible guy. He endorsed me early, never endorsed a presidential candidate before. Right. One of the most respected people in the Senate. So we have, it's not an easy situation, Herman. It's, I know. You, know, you, you, uh, you have to make a pick, and eventually you just say, uh, okay, let's go this route. But I'll be announcing it tomorrow at 11. Great. And in New York City, and uh, hopefully you'll be there or you'll have your people there. But uh, We're going to carry it live on my radio show. Oh, that's great. Yeah, oh, that's great. yep. We're going to carry it. Then I know people are really listening. Yep, they, hope, they will be listening. So, well, uh, the other thing that's been in the news a lot has been this whole uh this war of words with uh, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and she did officially apologize. And I guess the question is, uh, are you accepting her apology and moving on? Well, it wasn't really an apology, but, you know, we have to move on anyway. It's just something that should not have taken place. I was right. so surprised and so disappointed to see it. Uh, you know, it's just a very disappointing moment for me because the Supreme Court is above that. It's just above that kind of rhetoric, right? Words, and I was very disappointed to see it. Uh, but she said, I guess she acknowledged that she made a mistake, and I'll accept that. Okay, very good. You issued a list of potential Supreme Court justices a couple of months ago, which really went over very well with a lot of conservatives. Uh, you had 11 people on there that you would put, consider potential judges. Are you thinking about doing something similar to that for potential cabinet members, not necessarily pinning them down after the convention, of course, but maybe illustrating the type of people for the various responsibilities of various cabinet jobs after the convention? 
Well, I'm thinking about it, and I will tell you, though, it's a little bit different because I have certain people that fit like a glove into various positions. I won't say which ones, but you probably know what I'm talking about. Yes. There are certain people that are so good. Uh, I'll tell you who was very impressive recently, in my opinion, General Flynn. I watched him. I've been a fan of his for a long time. Great. Tough and smart and sharp and all of those things. Yes. And uh, just a terrific guy. And and others, so many others. And we're going to have a great group of people, and we're going to bring our country back. We're going to make our military strong, which has always been a big thing for you. Uh, we're going to make great trade, trade deals, which has always been a very big thing for you. I mean, I used to watch you with the trade more than oh, yeah. a lot of people. And, you know, you see these crazy deals we're making with China where we lose every time, and, and we lose our jobs, and, and Mexico, and Japan, and everybody. And you know, that's really my wheelhouse. That's my strength. And we'll make phenomenal deals. We'll take deals that are so bad that in history. There have never been deals so bad. And we'll make them into good deals, good, solid deals. Well, we're going to bring our jobs back. We're going to bring manufacturing back. And we have no choice but to do it because the country cannot continue to do what they're doing now. Well, I've often talked about the, your tax plan here on the show. And people can go to your website, so I'm not going to ask you that because for the sake of time. But here's one that I would like. You've talked a lot about our fight against radical Islamic terrorism. What would be some of your first steps? Well, you know, I was against the war in Iraq from the beginning, and I was against it. We shouldn't have been there. We destabilized the Middle East. I said that was going to happen. Right. When we got out, I said, keep the oil, and they didn't keep the oil, and, you know, ISIS has the oil along with others, including Iran, one of the worst deals I've ever seen, by the way, the Iran deal. So I said, keep the oil, and we should have, obviously, even though I didn't want to go into Iraq, we should have left some soldiers behind to maintain it at least and uh, obviously we got out he named the date and we got out on that date which was by itself crazy uh but we have to go back and we have to knock the hell out of isis we have no choice i mean we're talking about people that chop off heads of christians and anybody else that gets in their way we have people that drown people in steel cages so herman we have to go in and i i would imagine you agree with that i, I do agree with that i listened to your show and i've heard you say it numerous times, but we have no choice. It's it's not like, oh, gee, let's just forget about what right. The atrocities are incredible. And we, so we have to do it, and we have to do it very, very strongly. Well, Mr. Trump, I'm proud to know you. I'm proud of you as a candidate, the presumptive nominee, and I know you will make a great president. I want to thank you for the few minutes you have been able to give us, and uh, good luck, and I will see you in Cleveland if I can get close enough to you. I will, and I I really appreciate everything you said. You're my friend, Herman, and uh, just congratulations on your great success. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Mr. Donald J. Trump, presumptive Republican nominee.